If you've been following me for a while now, or if you are brand new to listening to this podcast, I want to invite you, if you're ready to unleash your irresistible radiance and reclaim your body confidence to turn on your life into a life of luxurious pleasure, and then please join me. Coming soon, February 2024, we're going to be launching Get Your Sexy Back program again. It was so good last fall. I enjoyed running it with two amazing cohorts. And together, we are going to rediscover your sensual power. We're going to start cultivating unbreakable confidence in the bedroom and out. And you are going to learn how to experience passionate fulfillment, reclaiming your everyday pleasure, passion, and joy, creating a life that's fueled by your desires and empowered by your newfound radiance. Again, in the bedroom and out, we're going to be playing with all things in the Get Your Sexy Back program. Join me and embark on an eight-week odyssey of sensual revival and watch as your inner fire rekindles, leaving you feeling empowered, confident, and exuding magnetic allure in the bedroom and out. Join me. We start in February 2024. Super Early Bird is on right now until January 26th. Then the Early Bird is on until February 14th. And the cart closes on February 20th. It is regular 444. And until January 26th, it's on for 222. That is half off. And then until February 14th, it's 333. If you're listening to this now, do not wait. Do not be the one kicking yourself when cart closes or we've already started the program. Get in here now. You're going to love this program. Get your sexy back program. Check out the show notes and join us. Save your spot. You are listening to Get Your Sexy Back podcast with Kim Coffin, empowerment, sex, love, and relationship coach. My goal is to bring you uncensored healing and pleasurable wellness through sacred sexuality, sex positivity, and empowerment that feels good to your body. So as a collective, we can release shame, reclaim the places we've been most disempowered, reconnect to our body, remember who we are, and step into our unapologetic power basically breaking down the walls of our conditioning and the patriarchy together. My pussy is so excited that you are here. Let's drop into this week's episode. Welcome back to the podcast and happy new year, everyone. Yes, this is my first live solo podcast in 2024. And I just wanted to come in and say hi. It feels like it's been so long. I don't think I've actually recorded a podcast live since November. Um, I did a few in advance and got them all ready, but I had a big move happening in in December for those of you who didn't know. And I want to fill you in on that, what's been going on behind the scenes, the changes with Get Your Sexy Back, the little changes in the Sacred Pleasure membership, as well as the new upcoming Get Your Sexy Back program, new launch. We've uh, run it before twice last fall but we have a brand new launch coming out. There's been so much going on. Okay, let's just start with my last four weeks have included four moves, a fire. Uh, Yeah, I said a fire. And oh my gosh, so much craziness and amazingness all in one. And I really want to share some of the tools that I have used to move through this because believe it or not, with a move and a fire and then three more moves, I am actually so grounded and so regulated and really have moved through this quite beautifully. I'm going to brag that I have moved through this so well. And um, I'm honestly going to, you know, put that all onto my tools, onto my trainings, onto my regular everyday 
healing and trauma resolution and integration and pleasure-based practices that I've just really incorporated into my life over the many, many years. So yes, I moved in December out of uh, my old home uh, with my ex and a couple of my kids who still live there. They're uh, now adults. What am I saying? I'm calling them kids, but you know, they're 18 and 20 this month. The oldest is already out of the house. So I moved out of that house and it was, you know, a good day. Everybody was excited and we were ready to do this. And I got everything all packed up. I had a moving company come in. There were three young guys. They were great guys. They were willing to help out and do whatever. It was awesome, right? They're like, let me get this for you. Let me get this for you. Here, let me put this up for you. I don't want you to bend down. They were really, really good. And then uh, we moved to the first house and we had to do two truckloads is what happened. We had to make two truckloads because I had that much stuff after 26 years of pretty well living in one spot. And um, they set up everything for me and they they put all the boxes along the counters. So I didn't, of the dishes, actually, let me clarify. They put all the kitchen dishes up on the counters so I didn't have to bend down, which was great because my back was already a little stressed from packing over 150 boxes a couple of weeks before. And by the way, I think I got like approved for this house on November 30th. So I had like 14 days to pack 26 years of my life. So I just packed like a crazy woman. Uh, in early December. I even got pneumonia in there. I was not surprised because I was working overtime and that's what happens when I work too much. I know better, but I also knew I didn't have much time in there. So I went a little bit against the grain and packed a little extra hard and pushed through and yeah, ended up with a little bit of pneumonia. So I thought it was going to be the move. Remember the move when I packed all by myself for 150 plus boxes and I had pneumonia? Well, no, it's actually going to be remember the move where I packed 150 boxes, had pneumonia, moved into the house, and the house pretty well, well, boxes started on fire. We had a fire in the house. Now it's going to be that story going forward. Anyway, so I actually had left the house, and uh, my current partner had come over to help with the guy who was installing the gym in the basement, but he was done already, which was great. So he was just like, what do you want me to do? I'm like, oh, well, you know, once, get settled, walk around, check out the place, and if you want to start unpacking my dishes, go ahead. But um, he hadn't really done anything yet because I had just left and I realized I had left my purse on the counter. So I called him quickly and I was like, hey, can is my purse there? I can't seem to find it in my car and things are crazy. The movers already left like eight minutes ago and I'm trying to get back to my old house to grab them and help them with the second load. And he's like, yeah, it's right here. I was like, okay, I'm coming back. I was only a couple minutes away, but I was stopped by school buses that were just around the corner. So I tried to get back and then the whole neighborhood's under construction and contractors had blocked the road to the house to take off a roof trussle off the house, off a truck for a house, I guess. So all of a sudden I called him back and I was like, um, I can't get to the house. Actually, a truck is blocking the whole street. Can you run me out my purse? So I will run up and you run up to me and we'll meet in the middle. So we did. He ran me out my purse and I grabbed that. I'm like, okay, I'll see you soon. And then I started driving and I had about a 20 minute drive and I got about eight of those minutes. Basically, I got a phone call and he was like, hurry up, come back. The house is on fire. And I was like, pardon? What do you mean the house is on fire? What do you mean? And he's like, I got to go. And I was like, huh? Like, talk about a shock. I'm on the phone. I'm supposed to be 10 minutes away from my old house helping the movers. I had to call the moving company and say, there's a fire at my house. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I got to go, but tell the movers because I can't reach them. 
And then I quickly thought, oh, wait, my daughter's in the neighborhood. I'll call her while I'm driving. I just had Siri call her and I was like, can you go to the house quick? The movers are there. Apparently there's a fire at the house. I don't know how big it is. I don't know what's going on. Can you meet the movers and help them with a second load and let them in the house? So she took care of that, which was amazing. I get to the house. There's one of the small fire trucks there, like not the big one, but the, I don't know what you call it. The smaller truck is there and they're assessing my partner and they have him on like a oxygen meter and a couple other things. And he's sitting on the side of the truck and I'm like, what happened? Like, this is a brand new house, by the way, brand new house I had just moved into and been there two hours while we unloaded all these boxes. There's like 150 boxes in this house. A lot of it's on the main floor. There's table and chairs and you know, it's a whole pile of mess. If you've ever moved, you know, there's a bunch of chaos when all the boxes and stuff are just sitting there in the beginning. And he said, when he came out to give me my purse, when he walked back in, that's when he smelled the smoke. And he was like, there's smoke. So he ran down to the basement. He checked for electrical fire. There's nothing down there. And then he ran up to the main, the, up the upstairs. And he was like, there's nothing here. And then he ran back downstairs and said, where's the smoke? Like the house was filling up with smoke. And that's when he saw there was two boxes sitting on the stove smoking. And he was like, oh my gosh, they're on fire. So basically the movers had put up some boxes on the stove and I guess they'd pushed slightly. It was a um, electric stove. So they pushed, you know, the boxes in to make sure they were secure, which I get, except they put them on the stove. And that was enough to turn the knob. That was enough to slightly turn the electrical knob on the stove. So these boxes were on fire. And he quickly went to throw them out the back door, which was about 10, 12 feet away. But because it's a new home, they had a block in it so that you don't fall out the door, essentially. Uh, our door is only actually two feet to the ground. So there was no danger. There was no reason to have a block there. We actually talked about removing the block because we we're like, this is stupid. Why is this here? We're two feet off the ground. We do not need a security block on our back door. Anyway, he couldn't do that. So he threw them on the floor, got them off the stove because they were going to light the, they had started to engulf into flames at that point. And he didn't want them to light the cabinets and everything else above them on fire. So we put them on the floor. Of course, you know, they broke open and burst into more flames and caught the moving blankets on the floor on fire. So he ran outside and yelled at the contractors who were still running around the neighborhood and said, help, there's a fire, like call 911. One of the guys in a truck threw him a fire extinguisher. He ran inside and he tried to put the fires out with that. He ran back out and got another fire extinguisher, a bigger one from another contractor who ran back to their site trailer and got him one. Everything was still so packed. Like he couldn't, I don't even know how he found his way in. I asked him afterwards. I said, could you see the three times you went into the house? And he's like, no, there was smoke everywhere. He couldn't see brand new house, been in it 30 minutes for him. Uh, maybe 20 minutes at that point, actually. It was not long that he'd just gotten there. And it was smoke-filled, and it was filled with so many boxes and chairs piled up on top of each other. He actually threw down his coat with the fire extinguishers trying to put out the fire and then proceeded to kick the boxes that were still on fire because he couldn't put them all out with two extinguishers and the moving blankets down the hallway all the way out the front door because that was the only door he could get them out of. So totally insane. He actually couldn't find his coat, which had his cell phone. So he actually couldn't call me earlier. He was a little busy too. 
Uh, but that's when he finally called about eight minutes later and said, get back here. The house is on fire. Absolutely nuts. Anyway, I am so grateful to say that he is okay. He was wearing his steel toe boots that day, still from work. And that, you know, he didn't get burnt. He had, of course, a smoke inhalation, but he really tried to protect his lungs, breathing with tiny little sips of air. And I beat the fire truck to the house, actually. So it was 15 minutes before the fire trucks got to the house, which blows me away because they're only actually three minutes away up the road, but they must have been on another call or something or they're out somewhere. So he put out the fire with a couple of fire extinguishers. And that is the moral of the story here. If you have not checked your fire extinguishers or if you do not have fire extinguishers at all, go and get them because those two fire extinguishers saved everything. They saved the house. The house would have been engulfed by then. All those moving blankets, all those boxes, all those dishes that are wrapped in paper and bubble wrap, like everything would have gone up. So um, he is fine. And the fire chief cleared the house that night. He said it was fine. They cleared all the smoke out with their fans and such. They were amazing. And he cleared the house that night. But we decided to sleep in a hotel that night just for our lungs' sake. And actually, the paramedics were amazing. They gave us some N95 masks so we could clean the place the next day because we were told just to go in and start cleaning it. Um, so that's what we did the next day. We uh, spent that 15th of December um, you know, buying a shop vac and TSP and all the things that we could do to start cleaning because we knew we couldn't start unpacking unless we cleaned like crazy people because that's soot went everywhere. It went through all three le levels of the house. It was inside of sealed boxes that also had bubble wrap around dishes and stuff. Like it was everywhere, even in the closets upstairs that were closed with boxes taped. Soot went everywhere and fire extinguisher dust also went everywhere. So we cleaned like some crazy peoples and um, we got it done. Like we, we cleaned and I had some cleaners come in and help us do the upstairs and we did the main floor and the basement. And we got it done and then we unpacked. We spent the next four days unpacking. I went to a Christmas party with my sister and my whole dad's side of the family. That was really fun to see everybody. And finished unpacking on Tuesday night and we were exhausted, but we were satisfied because we'd cleaned and we'd unpacked. And sure, there was a little bit of smoke damage, but not a ton on, not even smoke damage. We'd cleaned up the smoke damage. There was a little bit of fire damage on a couple of areas, like some cupboard doors had a little bit of damage. And we knew the house needed to be repainted. That was like going to be a given with all that smoke. But for the most part, we were okay. And then my landlord's insurance company came in on the Wednesday and said, okay, move out. And we were like, what? Like, what? I literally just spent five days, 12 plus hours a day, packing and unpacking and cleaning and moving and so forth. And they said, get out. And we were like, huh? I burst into tears most of that day. It was about, what, five days before Christmas? It was the 20th, right? But yeah, so five days before Christmas. And um, that was the only day, actually, out of this whole time that I just... It had hit my limit and I burst into tears because before that point, I was like, hey, you know, my partner was like, I'm upset. I, I could have done more. I should have done more. I don't know what happened. Like, what happened? Like, he was, you know, doubting himself kind of thing. I was like, dude, like, you are alive. You are fine. You are breathing. Everything is fine. A couple of boxes that burnt in a fire are no big deal. Like, the house is fine. 
you are fine. You are fine. Uh, I had to take some reminding afterwards that you are standing here breathing right now. You're not burnt and you're fine. He definitely had some smoke in his lungs and he had to puff up some lovely black soot for a little bit, but otherwise he was fine. And that is what I was super, super grateful for. So I wasn't you know, devastated. I never hit a dysregulation. I never hit an ungrounding and feeling ungrounded during all of this. But the Wednesday later, like five days before Christmas, when they said, okay, back up and get out, that put me over the edge for about five hours. Um, I hopped on a call with my divorce coach, or my divorce coach, no, my um, business coach. I hopped on a call with my business coach and I pretty well cried through the whole call. I was like, I'm launching my program already this week. What is happening? What do I do? And she looked at me and she goes, Kim, it is on pause for two weeks. You are not allowed to do anything until January 10th, which is the day after my birthday. My birthday is on the 9th. She's like, nothing until January 10th. And I was bawling and I was like, okay, it was so good to have permission to do nothing. Um, I was already scheduled a few posts that were going out until Christmas, but for the most part, she was like, nothing. Your job is to take care of you, which is what I needed to hear at the time. I know this. I would have said the exact same thing to my clients, but I wasn't thinking that way, right? When you're in trauma, when you're in any, any form of dysregulation, any form of chaos, which that was chaos, you can't think straight. Your brain's not online. You spiral you overthink you over you know doubt you should yourself all of this stuff so i just needed that little awakening of you're doing nothing until january 10th so i celebrate that that's what i did i literally spent those next two weeks taking care of me i also looked at the uh, landlord's insurance company guy who said you need to get out now on the 20th before christmas and i looked at him and i said that's not happening <laughs> so i brag i said no that is not happening. I got three days to the long weekend where we're hitting Christmas. My kids are coming for part of Christmas. It's not happening. The house is clean. It's healthy in here. The chief has cleared the house and the air. It's not toxic. My insurance company is going to bring in some HEPA filters. It's fine. And he was like, fine. Um, so yeah, the 27th, we had Christmas. It was fabulous. I had a great, great time. And um, the 27th, we packed and moved again, 27, 28, 29. Now this time, the insurance company helped me back, which was fabulous. So I did some of the packing and uh, we had to get out of the house for a month or two. We're still not sure how long yet. Uh, and the insurance company has taken us care of us to this point, put us up in another Airbnb in the meantime, just about eight minutes away. And my landlord's insurance company is cleaning, painting, and doing all that. And holy Hannah, if that's not another moral of the story is make sure you have tenant insurance. Like I had just moved two hours before, but my tenant insurance was active the day of my move. And wow, wow. And I guess apparently it happens. It does happen. It is very common, apparently, for people to put stuff sitting on top of stoves. So there's the third moral of the story. And even through all of this, we had to move to three Airbnbs because it was the holidays. We couldn't find an Airbnb that was going to work for a month long that quick. We had to kind of hop around a couple places over New Year's. And then uh, in the new year, we kind of settled, I think it was around the fourth or so, in the Airbnb that we're now at for the next couple months at least until we can move back into our house. So I picked a place with a beautiful office and a beautiful window and everything that we need, of course, really similar to the house that we are living in. It is our 
the house we're supposed to be living in, I guess. And um, yeah, so that is what I've been doing. And then last week I, you know, spent some time really reevaluating my programs and taking care of me and just really coming back in, you know, slowly into no more chaos, like really creating that safety again, that no matter where we live, it doesn't matter. I've got this. Um, definitely learned how to simplify in how much I'm packing and taking with me. All we could fill up was two cars, right? So for two months, it's like, what do I need for my office? What do I need for clothing? What do I need for the gym? You know, basics. What do I need for the dog? Um, things like that. So microphone, laptop, printer, it's all that really came for me for my office. And that's all I need. So I'm really excited. So that Get Your Sexy Back program is starting. I'm going to tell you a little bit about that in a moment. And the Sacred Pleasure Membership still continues, but I did do a few tweaks to that. So the Sacred Pleasure Membership is a beautiful program where if you're wanting to dive into sacred practices and receive some teachings, core teachings around your pleasure, around sexuality, around reconnecting to pussy, around money, around relationships, all of the things, the Sacred Pleasure Membership is pretty, pretty cool. It is now all pre-recorded for about 20 months worth of content. There's also practices and meditations and journaling practices and rituals and sacred pleasure practices and tantra and breath work, you name it. It's all in there. It's all recorded. It's all on my website. It's $44 a month for this membership. So it's at a beautiful low price point. If that is what you need right now is a little bit more self-paced program to dive in and play. Now, if you are more of the type who's like, okay, I need a little bit more accountability. I need to move along with things and help, I guess, like a schedule, somebody to keep me on schedule so I don't just buy it and not do it. The Get Your Sexy Back program is what you want to look at. So the Get Your Sexy Back program, I actually have one cohort starting this week, which I'm excited about. There's about 10 to 15 women. I'm just waiting for the last few to confirm in there starting this week. And then we have a second cohort starting on February 20th. So this is really, really cool. If you have tried everything, if you are still searching, if you've tried all the workouts, all the diets, all the yoga, maybe even Jade Egg, and you know, you've been looking for something to shift, something to help you ground, something that helps you feel fulfilled and happy and turned on and in your body grounded so that Things like the chaos that I had the last month come up and you're like all over the place and stressed or you get sick over and over. Um, this is the program that you want to look at because this is what's going to teach you how to really reconnect to your body, really reconnect to the sensations in your body, not just sexually, on the everyday. How are you feeling? What do you need? Learning how to listen to your body and also learning how to tap into your sexy. Like, hello, that's also the name of the program, right? Get your sexy back. And getting your sexy back isn't just about feeling sexy and having sex. It's about grounding in your body. It's about creating safety in your body. It's about reconnecting to your body, um, using everyday pleasure to regulate you, also using empowerment tools and learning where you're not holding your boundaries, learning where you're saying yes too much, learning where you're overgiving. So if you're exhausted and stressed out and not feeling happy, stuck on the hamster wheel of survival, and it's feeling trapped and like too much, this is the program for you. This is how we're going to break free from that exhaustion and really learn how to navigate the waters of 
life in a way that feels good to your body. Because the way that I do things is not going to be exactly perfect for the way that you do things. And I really want to stress this. This is what I'm teaching my people how to do is how to find what works for them, how to reconnect in a way where they're not shooting themselves, where they're doing what works for them, where it serves their family, where it serves their career or their business or their their job, whatever that is they're working, where they don't feel burnt out, where they feel sensual, where they feel turned on in their body, but also in their life, right? Where you feel satisfied and and just, ugh, I, I say, honestly, I am less stressed now in four weeks, not now, less stressed over the last four weeks, moving four times, having a fire than I was living in the house with my ex. It was that stressful doing this. And I've learned these ways to regulate my own body. And this is what I teach my clients giving you guided embodiment and breathwork practices, giving you somatic tools for healing and transformation, giving you journaling as well as, you know, ideas to spark, okay, where do you need the change in your life? Plus actionable homework, right? For tangible progress where you're able over the couple of months to actually start putting these practices and philosophies and little tweak changes into your life. That's what we're going to be doing in the Get Your Sexy Back program. So it's like an eight-week discovery voyage of sensual pleasure and transformation. So you're going to learn how to regulate your nervous system. You're going to go into somatic mastery. You're going to learn how to trust your instincts, overcome overwhelm, learn how to control that inner critic, learn how to calm, learn how to feel that unshakable confidence that I talk a lot about. We're also going to be going into everyday pleasure and sensuality. You're going to learn how to create self-care mastery and release the silent vow that keeps you feeling like you don't deserve pleasure, sensuality, turn on, a night off, whatever that may be, right? We're going to also be playing with small pleasures that make a very big impact, allowing you to infuse them easily into your day-to-day while you still do everything else you have to do because that's the whole point. We do have a life, right? You're going to learn how to unleash your sensual self and awaken your inner sensual essence for a really vibrant, liberated feeling and body confidence, all of these pieces. You're going to learn how to prioritize self-care. We're also going to be diving deep into empowerment and personal sovereignty. So where is your sovereignty in your truth and your desires? Where do you need to speak your truth? Where are you not using your voice? Do you even know what your desires are? We're going to start there and play with them. And if they are, are you going after them? What is stopping you? There's also live coaching through all of this. You're going to learn how to reclaim your yeses and your noes, your worthiness and your deservingness, and really feel that deep-seated worthiness and deservingness deep in your body. We're also going to play with, of course, sacred pleasure and sacred sexuality, because that is a huge part, right, of getting your sexy back. So we're going to reconnect with your inner goddess. Learn how to rediscover the divine essence within you and play with the sacred oracle between your thighs. We're going to be manifesting sexual energy and learning how to play with that, learning how to play and harness it, as well as releasing toxic conditioning that is holding you back, keeping you stuck around your sexuality, around your body. We're going to be elevating your pleasure in regular everyday and in the bedroom so that you can even deepen into orgasmic pleasure, feeling really deep in your satisfaction, learning how to follow your pleasure, as well as creating a sanctuary within your brain and your body to activate and to fully embrace your pleasure without 
inhibitions without feeling stuck or caught in your head or not feeling much pleasure, whatever that may be. We're going to play with all of these. Everybody's a little different. So that is why there is live coaching in these eight weeks. It actually takes part of a little over 10, 12 weeks because there are a couple integration weeks as we go. But we do start on February 20th. It is regular 444. And right now, early bird is on for 222. It's on for 222 until January 26th. And then it'll be on for 333 until Valentine's Day. And then it's regular price, 444. I would love to have you in there. If this is a program and it's speaking to you and you've been following me and you're like, mm, I want more, there's something here. I invite you to trust yourself. I invite you to trust yourself and take a chance because this program is life-changing for so many women. These are the tools and the practices and the somatic work and the embodiment work and the sexy work, everything I have been doing since 2017 that has really allowed me to reclaim my life, to reclaim my pleasure, to reconnect to my body, to create a really healthy sexuality where, and I come from trauma. If you don't know my whole story, if you're just hopping in here now, I come from sexual trauma and abuse and a whole pile of different things. And I was very disconnected from my body. So if you're thinking that right now, and you're like, mm, I don't know. This is possible. This is possible for you. And if you are, you know, craving emotional balance and you want to learn how to trust your in instincts and navigate life's challenges with grace, without self-doubt and all of those things, like I did in the last month, this is for you. If you want to, you know, really discover your true desires and gain unwavering confidence in the bedroom and out so that you can trust yourself again, this is for you. If you want to reconnect to your body and feel sexy and free and harness the power of your sexual energy, this is for you. You want to awaken your libido and really enrich your satisfaction in the bedroom and out, this is for you. And if you want to break free from societal conditioning and really reconnect to your inner goddess and your true authentic self, this is for you. So I'm really, really excited to be launching this program and I'm ready. I am settled. I took my little break and I am really grateful for my business coach and my partner and everybody for supporting me through this. My my podcast editor, all the people she took care of me all through this, everybody, I'm really, really grateful. And I'm really looking forward to 2024. And I cannot wait to see all of you in the Get Your Sexy Back program. I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. If you have questions, email me, kim at getyoursexyback.ca. You can message me on Facebook personally. You can message me on Instagram, which is at getyoursexybackcoach with all the underscores underneath each of the words. Wherever you want to contact me and get in touch with me, reach out because I promise you this program is for you. But if you're having little doubts and you want to just double check what you're going through and all of that, this is for you. This isn't about quick fixes, isn't about empty promises. It really truly is going to be a revolutionary journey designed to guide you out of the shadows of exhaustion and into the brilliance of your true, authentic, sexy, most amazing self. That is it for today. I really wanted to wish you all a happy new year, tell you all where I've been, what I've been up to. We are starting soon. See the comments, grab the, or see the show notes, I guess, grab the link for the Get Your Sexy Back program and get in here. If you're just listening and you can't access a link, getyoursexyback.ca, CA for Canada to remember that. Grab the link for the Get Your Sexy Back program and save your spot. And I can't wait to see you all very, very soon. Till next time. 
I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you got a juicy nugget or two, scroll down on whatever app you're listening to and leave a five-star rating and review. I invite you to follow me, join the conversation, the weekly lives, and a lot of other amazing free content in my private Facebook group. Let's get your sexy back. You can also friend me personally on Facebook, Kim Coffin, and follow me on Instagram at Get Your Sexy Back Coach. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, don't be shy. Reach out. I'd love to connect with you. 